Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to Abrazo Football Podcast. Brooks and Blaine here. Hope everybody had a good weekend or extended weekend, depending on where you are in the world. Brooks, how was your weekend? It's been all right. I mean, Arsenal had a good a good win in the Derby, so that always helps out. Barcelona won the Supercopa, so that always helps out. You know, it's been a good weekend. How about you? Okay. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea broke their three-game win streak to get three points. Yeah, they finally got a win. <laughs> we, we do everything in threes. <laughs> Yo, so, yeah, we're, we're good. We're, I mean, I'm good, yeah, you know. Uh, you know, Delta Center, Jazz old venue is being renamed to the Delta Center for, uh, Again? you know, bass, yeah, like on a 30-year deal. So hold on, Delta Airlines in. and and whatever it is have signed another agreement. The Utah. Oh, Jazz we gotta get Delta a. We gotta. CEO was in the building last night. CEO pulled up to the to the Ed Delta Bastion? Center. Yeah, Ed was in the house, shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> you know, he was he was so Jazz played the Sixers last night. He pulled up for the game. He was wearing a Jazz uh wearing a jersey. No way. Shaking hands and kissing babies, and he said, "We we you know we're happy to be home again." Delta Center until like I want to say like two thousand and forty five, and then like they have an ad- an option to like extend for another decade. It's stupid, in a good way. And Salt Lake told me that the Salt Lake International Airport is like expanding uh, their status with Delta to become an even bigger hub, so we'll have more direct international flights. And more flights a day in like a new terminal that's, I mean, most, we have two terminals right now and one of them's mostly exclusively Delta, but now we're going to have like another terminal that's only Delta, Dang. which is great because we only fly. Yeah. Delta. Yeah. I mean, they, same, uh, they, they, one of their biggest lounges is in Salt Lake. Like they just revamped it. It's massive. So, and I mean, I own Delta stock, so it's always nice to see Ed show face, buy some yeah. more property up in salt lake so that's good yeah. that's cool i didn't know that nice Ed's, congrats ed is back he's back he's back in the city <laughs> back to where that's... mj dropped yeah oh made a name for himself the delta city yeah, yeah. Broke, <laughs> broke, broke jazz fan hearts nationwide in 98 yeah, yeah man. cool ed, everyone knows ed though every if you've been on a delta flight you know ed you know ed at least she was that ed he grabs Mike. He's like, "Let me talk to you people for a minute." I'm so happy to be back. I was like, "You're kind of kidding me." Second, <laughs> so I saw you post that on Instagram, and I was like, "Hold on," I, I didn't even think twice until you mentioned it. I'm like, "Wait, Delta Center? He's that's not because what is it called? Energy Solutions? Right now, it's the, it was Energy Solutions, and it was Vivid Smart Home." Oh, you're right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Because I guess Delta was down bad in the recession. Yeah. And that's when they lost the naming rights. But you know, they back, they back, and they're stronger than ever. It's that we ain't never leaving. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't ever gonna abandon the people again. Twenty years plus an option. Yeah, it sounds like they're never leaving. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, enough about Utah sports scene. Let's get straight into it. So let's let's talk first things first, and like let's just get the the elephant out of the room. Uh, there was a Ukrainian player. That we spoke about last week, I had no idea who he was. Now he's about, out here pre-ordering, pre-ordering his jersey. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward to thirty hours ago, I couldn't live without him. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we're talking what's his name, Mudrik. How do you say his first name? Mikhailo Mudrik. Yeah, I'm just gonna call him Mudrik until I, you know, Mudrik. get down. 
the pronunciation, but I mean, I know you know he was he was poised to go to Arsenal, right? And then Chelsea. I mean, it's not even did. poised. He was posting. He was he was flirting. He was like liking pics, reposting pics of him put photoshopped in an Arsenal shirt. He was sending the prayer emojis. He was, yeah, he was definitely seeming like he was uh, en route to North London. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's fair. He was. He was on his way. But Chelsea, I mean, I hate to say it. Chelsea did what Chelsea do best. Okay, and and I hate. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna try to say this the nicest way as possible. Like Chelsea, like I don't mind seeing another team in London do well. You know, I'm not. I'm not vengeful. I'm not spiteful. I, I want to see Arsenal win the title this season. I'm. I'm happy about that. Chelsea, the board, whether it's the new board, the old board, they're a hateful group of people. They don't want to see Arsenal thrive. They don't want to see Crystal Palace thrive. They don't want to see Brentford. Well, <laughs> they don't want to see Spurs. They don't want to see West Ham, right? They, don't want, they definitely don't want to see Fulham thrive. So let me just, let's go back to 2016. Spurs are having the best season of their year, or best season they've had in a long time. They're, they're about to win the Premier League. Chelsea is like in a relegation battle. This is the year Leicester won. Leicester clinched the title because Chelsea beat them at White Hart Lane, right? Yeah. Eden Hazard and scored yes, the goal. I, I feel like Chelsea, there's something about us. We do whatever we can to prevent another London club from shining. Another player was supposed to go to Spurs, William. <laughs> Chelsea hijacked the transfer. There's another player that's supposed to go to Spurs this transfer window. Guess who's also going to hijack that deal? Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Arsenal is sailing at the top of the league. Striker gets injured. They're looking for reinforcements in the form of a winger that maybe they could play inside. Chelsea, we don't need a winger. You guys were going to buy Joel Felix at one point. Or you guys were considering paying that loan. We're like, don't, 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 don't let them do it. We'll, 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 go, go, we'll take you on loan. Oh, you're gonna bring in a different winger? Nah, no. What? What? They're offering you this much? We'll double it. We don't need them either. Like I feel like they just do things like this just to like make sure other teams in London don't get stronger. That's my yeah, that's so, the theory I'm running with. Yeah, no, and, that, that's, and that's a theory that a lot of like Blues fans are going with. But like to like break it down more, I guess open it up a little bit more into like some insight. Uh, because as you know, Arsenal are a very young squad and they're in this rebuilding phase with Arteta. And so yeah. they have a list of players. I mean, you probably, see, if you watched some of the documentary, you've probably seen, you know, like what they want at each position, how many backups, X, whatever, at each position. Yeah. So they have an idea of who they want to go for. And like any goal you set, you have, or purchase you're about to make a house, for example, you say, okay, well, this is my budget. I'm not going over it. Within this budget, this is what I'm looking for. So... You know, rewind last season in Champions League when this kid burst onto the scene. They were like, oh, we want this kid. So they never made an official bid until this transfer window. Obviously, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, if a club is demanding a specific, you know, release clause, there's only one thing you can do, and that's pay the release clause. Arsenal, or not even a release clause, but just like what they're asking in this this situation. If there's a valuation, you pay it. yeah. Yeah. So transfer market says he's worth 40. Uh, Shock Tarsley, he's worth 100. Arsenal's like, well, we value him at, it was like 
I think it was 70 and then 25 add-ons or whatever, you know, a, a potentially 95. And they, I mean, so so fair play to Arsenal for being like, okay, hey, I know that you're saying 100. We, we don't value him at that. So either take it or leave it. They left it. Chelsea was like, heard, heard you. Let me call up real quick, give you 100 million. Yeah, you accept it. Cool. Let me call up this boy, see if he wants to come. Then they got Graham Potter on the phone to talk to him, be like, you will be a starter for us. You're going to be in my plans immediately once you sign these papers, if you come here. And I mean, Chelsea did it again. You know, they they pulled through with getting this kid. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm surprised he wasn't in the starting lineup today. Seriously, yeah. He, I mean, he was up until like two a.m. though. So, so yeah. Grand Potter, I'm sure, was like because that's all he said. And and no, no, no disrespect to Grand Potter, but they interviewed him a couple of times about this boy, and he was like, all he can say is, yeah, I think that Chelsea fans will be excited because he's very fast. I'm like, bro, have you not? Do you not know who you're getting? You just watched the YouTube videos like everybody else and saw that he's well, bro, fast. Well, bro, to be fair, it's not like he's an established pro he has so, less than 10 goals y- yes it's like what are we what like i mean what are we really going off of i mean he scored a world beater goal against celtic and like, they keep showing we, it yeah yeah that's yeah. like i i watch the highlights and i'm like i'm seeing all of the same games and plays from different angles like but like, he is super d- fast on that wing though he's fast He's fast. Yeah. I mean, and I'm so sure I'm sure he's good. Like I don't have yeah. like I'm not a scout. I don't know what yeah. to scout. I mean, from yeah, a certain yeah. perspective, but I mean, I'm saying if people are saying he's good, I'm just saying like I understand why Arsenal would say he's only worth a certain amount to them, especially being burnt by to that them. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I certainly don't think it was wise to spend <laughs> that much money on a guy yeah. that has less goals less senior then, goals yeah. than John Terry, <laughs> you know, that's regardless of, you know, I'm just saying like a guy that's like, Oh yeah. Like he, like, like that's like almost like spending a hundred million dollars on Vinicius junior in 2019, like before he was a superstar. It's like, yeah, he, yeah. he like, he looks like he could be, he's really fast. He scored some outrageous goals. He can dribble out of a, you know, out of a cactus patch, but like, yeah. is he going to be worth a billion dollars? So he could be, he, he yeah. might be, if he goes to Chelsea, he most certainly won't be. So this is my question. Now that you said that, cause I, again, I don't want to be disrespectful, but um, I wanted your opinion on this. So basically um, I obviously like the kid I've been following for some time. Like I lived for multiple years, a couple hours away, like a less than a two hour train ride from Donetsk. Had to go there to get my visa renewed. We were there quite a bit. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, Shakhtar was a big team there. Like, this kid's on fire, whatever. So I want him to do it. I want him to succeed. Um, I was thinking for his sake, wouldn't you Wouldn't you want to go at a team who's, who's known for, with a coach, who's known for growing young somewhat unproven players into Bukayo Saka's and, you know, Emil Smith-Rose or people that are like, it's a young squad. They're trying to grow and develop these players, William Saliba, Ben White. So I'm just not sure. I mean, you kind of hit that, you kind of mentioned it. So I just wanted to ask you, like, do you think that Chelsea is the right place for an unproven, potentially extremely talented 22-year-old? 
because they buy they buy talent they buy proven like usually it's like you know so this is this is how i look at it like if i was that kid if i was that kid and in this january transfer window i had a choice between arsenal and chelsea arsenal look like they're going to win the league i could come in and give them a boost and potentially help them win the league and we, they could follow that philosophy, and Arsenal could be the future of football for the next seven to ten seasons. With or eight everybody and a half being, if they signed him to twenty thirty, like or twenty thirty one, like yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, like, that could that could be something real. But I mean, at the same time, it's like if 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 the other if the alternative is if that didn't work out, and the alternative is like you can go to another club that is notorious for spending money. Yeah. Like it's a game of Monopoly. And yeah, yeah. and they are also successful. They're not successful right now, but like. No, and that's not even the question. Like, in with you, like, when he's like, because they, they don't really take time to develop. Like, we've talked about Tariq Lamptey, Declan Rice, um, even oh, Eddie Ketia, they sold back. Like, they just don't like to wait, let these kids develop into what they can be. So, do you think that they'll give him the time to develop into what he potentially could be. Not, nothing's guaranteed at Chelsea. I mean I mean <laughs> yeah. just I mean they spent a hundred million dollars on another player less than two years ago and he's not even at the club. So nothing's yeah. like like you're you're just like it's it's a like it's 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 just a game to Chelsea. Like you, like it, it doesn't matter. Like if you're one of Chelsea's yeah. youth players, you're not gonna get a chance. If you're a if you're someone that Chelsea bought for less than seventy five million pounds, and you don't go well for a season, they're gonna get you out. Timo Werner, he's gone. Yeah. KDB, he's gone. Mohamed Salah. KDB, Mohamed Salah. Even though they came for, they were like basically free transfers. I think Mohamed Salah was yeah. like twenty, thirty grand or thirty million. But still, like they they won't hesitate. So I mean, you know, objective or. But also, you could say like you could look at Reese James. You could yeah. also look at Mason Mount. Those are probably the only two people that have come through the Chelsea Academy since John Terry. So there's there's a yeah, lot because Tammy through. Abraham they didn't want to wait for him to develop like Mason yeah. Mount. But I think Mason Mount could even be better with. It doesn't have to be a Arteta, but with a with a manager that maybe can grow. I don't know. I'm not trying to slam yeah. Graham Potter, but. Pep yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything you know. about Graham Potter and what his yeah. recruitment like and how he is with youth. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's better coaches for youth players. There's better coaches that can like get the best out of a 20 year old player, mm-hmm. and those coaches would. I mean, it seems like Arteta seems like he's really good with youth. Yeah, um, Pep that's Guardiola the only reason I'm like saying he's that. Really good with youth. Xavi probably, I think, would be the same. Xavi. Even Jurgen Klopp seems like he would probably be right. pretty. So I don't yeah, like. Yeah. I can't speak to Graham Potter because I don't really know if he's yeah. good with youth or not. I mean, he did buy Tar- Tar- he did buy Tariq Lamptey, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I, I don't know. So I mean, it, it, honestly, I would say like I would say if I were him, I would feel like my odds are pretty good to succeed at Chelsea, and I would be safe because they spent a hundred. But at the same time, I would think yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm not safe because. I'm on an eight-year deal, <laughs> yeah. and and there there was there was a, there was a guy that they bought literally a season ago that had more prestige than me, had more accomplishments than me, 
had more of a track record than me. Multiple and leagues, multiple teams. Multiple leagues, multiple teams, over 100 goals in the Premier League. Like, he's, like, in the and top national level Premier. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runner-up of – or runners runner-up of the World Cup. They decided – you know, it's it's fine. Like we're 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 gonna yeah. we're gonna take a ninety million dollar hit, and uh, we're gonna let you we're gonna let you go back to to Italy. So, I I mean, if I were him, I would I would have like obviously if Ar- like it's just a shame that Arsenal didn't play ball. Do or, yeah, like they five lost over five million. million. Yeah, it seems over that five million. All, yeah. And, yeah, and the craziest thing is like if you look at the deal that Arsenal offered him versus the deal that Chelsea offered him. It's well, obviously, it's just five million pounds, and like for like Sh- like Shakhtar is a smaller club. They mm-hmm. aren't like like they need because mo- like right now with like the war, like they need yeah. money. So like it's not you know it's it, so it's like what what I'm getting at is like Chelsea was like we'll give you a hundred or whatever. We're just yeah. not going to give it to you all at one time. Like we're gonna give yeah. you. 20 this season, 20 next. Like, we're going to give you basically 20 a season for, like, the next five seasons. Or maybe it's 15. Like, it's, like, it's not, like, it doesn't seem that bad when it's spread out. And it's, like, yeah. Arsenal, you couldn't have done something similar? Like, yeah, I mean, it. The, all they, all shocked her wanted was 100. And so Arsenal was doing the same thing, but it wasn't 100. And I think that one of the biggest things that got shocked her to say yes was obviously was the number of 100. And, two, some of the bonuses that are going to be triggered if... And, and owed to Shakhtar uh, if their hit is I think a bit more tangible and in the history shows that it's more possible than Arsenal such as winning the Champions League with Mudrik. Arsenal yeah. or Chelsea no matter how bad they're doing in the league there's always a potential that they'll win the Champions League and so yeah so there you go so that was one of the bonuses was like if you win the Champions League with him you'll get X amount more and so basically Shakhtar said hey they're giving us what we want for you Arsenal is not, so you can say yes to Chelsea, or you're here till summer. And he was like, "Yes to Chelsea. Let's go. Let's yeah. get on this plane and get there." So, and and your point, like you, it's not a bad you. You're with Chelsea. You're with one of the best clubs in the last twenty years in the world. So, yeah, probability yeah, is you're place, going to win trophies. Yeah, it, yeah, you're going mean, to win. Even if you take a year off of Champions League in 2023, 2024, if by chance Chelsea don't make it. The next year they're making it. Yeah, this like, season I mean, if they don't make Champions League, yeah. they're going to make it next season. Well, it's like yeah, like it's and this is this is honestly one of the things where like people are like, oh yeah, like it's hard to recruit players because you're not going to be playing in Europe. It's like it's only hard to recruit players if you will never be playing right. in Europe. It's like yeah. if you if if it's like yeah, we're it's like. If we're bombing this season, but you see, we're buying you. We have this yeah. other guy lined up. We have this other guy lined up. We got two hundred million in the bank that we're going to use on other people. And these guys already yeah. said they're coming in the summer. It's like, and you can see all these guys that are injured. It's like we have a squad. We're down yeah. bad because we're not. And like, just look at our track record. Like, this is us. Yeah. We do bad, then we do good for three <laughs> seasons, then we do bad, then we do good again. And it's like, yeah. you're you're going to be fine. You're just not going to be fine today this season where it's yeah. like you're not you're not going to take home a premier league title this april you're not going yeah. to be i mean arsenal could probably win europa if they wanted to you know so like you you, you don't have the opportunity to win a domestic uh yeah or are they still in the fa cup chelsea i can't remember no i'm talking about arsenal oh uh yeah 
Yeah, just I mean, won I feel like they can win like three, three or four trophies this season still of Arsenal. So it's like yeah, I mean they like, definitely yeah, could, they definitely could, and hopefully they'll get back to where they were in the prime time of Wenger days and be, and prior to him. But um, Chelsea still is in. I mean, aside from this 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 down year, which is going to happen when you sell your club to an entirely new establishment, you're going to have some growing pain. So that being said, you know they just spent a hundred million, probably not. All, as we said uh, on the books right now um but just to like clear things up because there's a lot of like grumblings out there like why is chelsea spending so much money how are they not getting in trouble for financial fair play blah 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 will you break it down real quick yeah so basically yeah so like when the club when roman sold the club to bruce or not bruce that's the old uh chair when he sold the club to todd Bowley and his consortium all like any financial fair play like deficits they had all of that was erased so like it's like imagine they're starting from the point zero so you essentially have to balance the books to sell some to sell this all you have to do is balance the books within two or three years so they could spend a billion dollars right now and they would not be in violation of financial fair play until let's say 2024 at which point they would need to either make a lot of money between that and not spend more or at that point they would need to start selling players right so it's like and and then like what's the penalty of being in violation of financial fair play yeah you might not you might not a slap on the wrist maybe you might not play in the uefa champions league i mean but that's they, like that, they like, tell you the one transfer window no buying okay <laughs> or some yeah or something or something like that so like when you have like a wide open like and this is like this, i feel like chelsea's in a position where like i always wonder what a club would look like like almost like newcastle where it's like there's no financial fair play over newcastle right now because they've never played in europe and like the rules in england aren't the same mm-hmm. as the rules in europe yeah. the same way in spain the rules are different rules are that wild puts spanish here. teams yeah. at a major disadvantage so it's yeah. like newcastle could go out and spend all the money in the world that they wanted on players, they're just choosing to be fiscally responsible about it. But they could do that and there would be no consequences until they made it into Europe. And then, yeah, it might be a, a slap on the wrist. Or you can't buy transfers. Like, bro, we just bid a billion dollars. We can't abo- afford to buy transfers right now anyway. So yeah. I feel like, but with Chelsea, I feel like with that, and then a lot of their deals are uh, like spread out across years. So it's like, it, what looks yeah. like they spent, let's just say 200 million right now, on the on the year, they're really only spending fifty. So it's like they're gonna just carry that fifty over four years. So it's like, oh, like they didn't spend two hundred million; they only spent fifty. So it doesn't look that bad. And then, like, if the summer they sell a player for twenty five and another player for thirty, it's like they're back in the black. As far as UEFA is concerned, it's like they didn't actually yeah. even spend any money in two thousand twenty three, even though they signed two hundred million thousand two hundred million. $200 million worth of players. So that that's how I understand it. I could be a little bit mistaken, but like from the other stuff that I've seen online, um, other people are kind of saying the same thing, whereas like they don't really have to answer any questions for another, at least for another two years. And at that point, their financial situation could be completely different. They can just restructure their debt also and be like, oh yeah, like we're not going to pay for this until then or we're going to pay for this that way. Kind of like the same way, the kind of like the same way Barcelona did where it's like, oh yeah, like we, like we had this much cap, but like we just sold this asset. So like now our debt to income ratio is actually 4% instead of 50. So it's like, we're really not in trouble. And then like, like accountants are smart. Like I don't think 
I mean, I've never really seen anybody suffer a consequence for financial fair play. That was significant, to be fair. No, even PSG, like they recently had one and they were fined something menial. But yeah, I mean, as far as I know, like it happened to the city too, remember? It yeah. also happened to City at two seasons yeah, ago. They yeah, were, yeah, they, yeah. They threatened kicking him out of the UEFA Champions League, and they're like, they're like, no, guys. It like we got a donation from the owner's brother. He like sent us a check for three hundred million dollars. You don't remember that? That was a charitable donation. They're like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, sorry we asked. You're yeah. good. Also, City's like trying us, try to not put us in the Champions League and see what happens to you because <laughs> we yeah we fund so much of what you of what it is that you do, but. Yeah, when Roman sold the club, I mean, they had to get their books in order for Todd Bowley and all of them to buy it, the club. So they did all of that, like, balancing act at, the, at that time, which basically well, let him start from zero. Yeah, well, I think what it was is because it was such a weird sale, right? Because typically a sale, like, if Man U sold their club, they wouldn't pay off. The, like, the club's debts would not be paid off. They're like, okay, here's the club. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah. there's, like, $300 million we owe to And like, our stadium's falling IX. apart. And our in where you live playing in a condemned theater of dreams, Roman Abramovich, because of all the sanctions, they were like, "You cannot make, make any money, money from this sale." So for him, he's just like, "Okay, fine." Then like, I'm just going to eat all of these loans. Like these loans that I've given to the club, don't pay don't pay me back because I'm not going to get the money. The British yeah. government's going to get the money, so just don't pay them. Like just consider your debts resolved so it's like oh like yeah forgiven like oh like Romelu Lukaku like he was free now Jorginho that we're still paying for he's free Fofana like all these players are essentially like on Roman like like he just bought them with his personal credit card yeah it's wild they got that's a great what Todd Bowley walked into was I mean yeah, it's pretty there's amazing. no be- no better way to buy a club than from an owner who is forced to sell and is not allowed to make a dime, so they aren't incentivized yeah. to squeeze you. And still you loves know. the club and is gonna do right by them as he's leaving. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, I mean it's compl- it's a complete cheat code though, because yeah, yeah, like yeah, like to buy a club with no debt and and it still had tons of assets, like yeah, valuable assets, but you know. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? You, uh, you know, you, uh, you persevere. Just like Barcelona did tonight. Yeah, they got their first, uh, you know, super, uh, super Copa de España. They got Xavi got his first trophy as the manager of the Blaugrana. You know, good for him. Congratulations. You know, it's it's like the most meaningless trophy that you could get domestically in Spain. But it's a trophy nonetheless, you know, every every trophy counts. They don't ask what the trophies are when they show that trophy call, you know. They say you've yeah. won 25 trophies. They don't say, you know, which ones were Community Shields or which ones were, you know, Carabao Cups. Like, they're all counted the same. So, right. I, I mean, I, I mean, it was a good game, too. I mean, he has the kids looking good. The team's playing good, you know. Lewandowski was allowed to play. Gavi was the man of the match, in my opinion. The kid's such a baller. Yeah. But, uh, you know. It was Gavi, Pedro, I, and Lua that scored, right? The three. Yeah, yep, yep. And Gavi got two assists. One for Lou, one for Pedri. And then he finished one himself. But, uh, yeah, it was a good, you know. Barcelona, you know, maybe, hopefully, they can win the league now. 
and maybe that will be their second trophy. Obviously, I don't think they're going to even try to win. Sh- should they try to win Europa now that they were relegated? Is that worth going for? It, when you when you talk about Barcelona, no, it's not because they're upset. They should be playing in Champions League. They know they should be playing in Champions League. It's a little bit like almost like a rele- it's a relegation as far as they're concerned, you know, uh, and like yeah. the prestige of that club is concerned. Uh, and the city is concerned, like, you know, people around here are like, it's Europa League, you know, you watch that. So, I mean, you still want to win every trophy you can, but um, I don't think that, yeah, the same amount of, like, effort is going to go into this as Champions League, you know? I think that you bring up a point, like, if they're already going to win the league and make it in Champions League anyway, like, is it really that important if they win Europa League? I mean, I I think that the, what's what's good with this Europa League is this season is that there are some good teams in it, you know, or at least teams that people want to see. Arsenal, Man U, Barcelona. Um, did Inter make it through? Inter made it through. Yeah, yeah so they're Inter's in Champions through. League. Inter and Bayern made it through. So yeah. it's going to be a pretty, I mean, the, the, the Europa League is actually kind of tough this year. So I, I would like to see them try to win this, but... Yeah, I, I, as as far as Barcelona is concerned, and their trophy cabinet looks like they're like, nah, we're good. Yeah, they don't. They probably don't want it in the trophy cabinet. Like they don't want people to remember that they got bounced out of the group stage, and two years in a row played in Europe. Yeah, yeah, back back to yeah. back. So, okay, what else? What else happened this weekend? So I think we should mention. We mentioned briefly, um, North London Derby, White Hart Lane. Well, actually, let's take a step back. The it's been a weird. So it was it was Friday the thirteenth two days ago, which maybe oh. should have been a precursor for how wacky the weekend would be. Liverpool drop points, City drop points to Man U. Ironically, Man U looked good. My man, Ra- my man Rashford looked good. Yeah. Rashford's Rashford's a baller. Anyway, they both drop points, and then Arsenal. You know, big game. You know, can we gain? Can we can we gain some cover or uh, some distance between us and you know Man City? Or are Spurs gonna stop us? Are these Spurs gonna stop us? What, so first off, did you th- what? How did you think the game was gonna go? Spurs Arsenal at White Hart. So Lane. you asked me, you asked me a couple weeks ago how many points out of a possible was it twelve that Arsenal could get? And yeah, I next did, four games. Yeah, and I imagined that I, I said I'd be I would be fine if they drew one. So they drew to Newcastle in the first of those four games and then so i was like all right well if we're if my if i'm gonna be right about this they have to win this game which they did so i just think that there was actually a there was a a meme a post that bleacher report did and and it was basically squidward (laughs) when it was and he wakes up to like an alert a tweet alert mudrick Signs with Chelsea for 100 million. Arsenal target. Mudrik signs with Chelsea. Goes back to bed. Wakes up. <laughs> Arsenal beat <laughs> Arsenal beat Tottenham in the London Derby 2 nothing. And so it was just kind of like business as usual. So it, it just feels like that's Arsenal this season. It's like, no, like everybody's hating on us. No one thinks we can do this. But they keep coming through with these big wins and these big games. You know, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. I think that this is the second time they've been Tottenham. This is the first time that they've done back-to-back uh, pull the double on them since like 2014 so they mean business I mean eight points ahead luckily City lost over the weekend so or week it wasn't a weekend game but Arsenal look good man I know that they play City soon 
Uh, you, I think they play United next Sunday. Um, and United, like you said, man, United is on fire right now. Rashford is a man reborn. He's got like seven in his last six or something. So that's going to be a tough one. Rashi again. Fire. He's on fire. But I think that, I mean, I do think Arsenal is a better team. And I think that if they're going to win the league, I said this to Grace today. I'm like, if Arsenal are going to win the league, they have to beat Chelsea. They have to beat Tottenham tonight. If they don't beat Tottenham, they don't deserve to win the league. So, and they did. And they looked amazing. It was super convincing. It got a little bit edgy toward the last 30, 20 minutes. Um, but they should be beat the United. At home. It's at home. The game's at home to Arsenal. Yeah, I I mean I I mean I guess I don't I mean yeah it's it will be a good game I don't know who do a very to win. good game, but I, I'll honestly, say this, what is it? No, go. I was gonna say Arsenal have like a, it's like a it's like a mental lapse when they play United. Just no matter how good they are and how bad United is, it just seems like they they just can't get over like the mental capacity, like the mental hurt that united has inflicted in the past and they just can't move past that anyway what were you gonna say i was just i was just gonna say um you know i don't oh they, i was gonna say in the in the in the game today they should have had at least four goals i feel Dude, like thomas partey had a hat track oh the one where he hit the post and then here's the thing i i don't quite understand it was an own goal off hugo Lloris, the the bukayo Saka. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I mean I guess because was he shooting it or was he crossing it? It looked like a it shot. looked like it did look like a cross. Um, it looked like a shot to me. I thought he was shooting it. I just I and just like, looked it, like it was maybe going across the goal to catch you, but yeah, it went. It was on target, right? Right, and that's what it has to it, be. It has to be on target. Yeah, I'm like if if you shoot a ball, if you shoot a ball and a keeper catches it like this. And you shot it so hard that when he parries it, it wobbles right. up and falls into the goal. Like, yeah, you're right. What do you? What do we, it's That's not like it's point. not like he. Def, it's not like it was a deflection off his face. Like he tried to make a save. It's like if you shoot a ball and like it hits the goalkeeper's hand and it like deflects to the left, but it still goes in. Like, yeah, that's, that's not an own goal. Yeah, yeah. I just I felt I felt a little bit like that's not really an own like that didn't seem like an own goal it's not like i just didn't feel it felt like that should have been it doesn't matter it's you know yeah, they, I, I i'm think sure i'm sure this, he doesn't care yeah i'm sure he doesn't care he's doing his celebration with that zinchenko came up with so i think that it doesn't really matter but yeah it's weird now that you mentioned that because i was like i just took it i just took it i'm like cool one nothing like whatever it's a goal so but you're right i mean it's kind of upsetting that that's essentially a bobble, a big mistake by Loris, and that should have been a, probably a goal to Saka, but whatever. It's a win. It's three points. It's eight over yeah. eight over City. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, congrat, congratulations to them. Uh, it's, and I mean, it's still. I feel like we were people are also getting ahead of themselves. The season we're not even halfway through the season at this point. If I'm if, if memory serves. For correctly. some teams, they've just hit 19 games. Like Spurs are officially okay. halfway through. Arsenal are at 18. Okay. City are at eighteen, Newcastle so, I, mean, I think are at nineteen. So it's, some that's kind of scary, isn't it? Though, because like it's like they're we're halfway. Okay, let's just say we're we're basically okay. halfway through. They got eight okay. points. They have to now do this again. No. Yeah, can no, they do this again? Not with the lack of depth they have. Imagine Wukasaka gets hurt. 
Then what? Who's coming in for him? That's a wrap. That's the only thing I was saying. Because I, I was like, if, like, because I, I keep thinking, like, oh, yeah, like, I feel like they're further along in the season. I'm like, no, they're not further yeah, along I know, in the right? season. No. It's still January. Feels like it, though. It, it feels like it, but it's like, no, it's January. And I'm like, they, I mean, other, like, like I'm like, especially, like, Man U has crept up now. Man U and yeah. City are basically on the same. So it's like three teams are in there. And I'm like, I'm looking at these three teams, and I'm like, there's still, like, there's, like, I feel like it's, I was, like, I, I feel like it's no one know like I don't know who's gonna win the league at this point. Like no. I feel like it's still wide open. Like eight points, I feel like isn't like that's three that's three wins or three losses. Like yeah. is Arsenal? I guess a better way to put it is can Arsenal lo- only lose two games before the end of the season? How many games have they lost up to this point? Just against United, just one. Okay, so I mean, if so, like, so that if they lost. One more, so say United does beat them, and could they okay. go undefeated for the rest of the season? And I guess, and more or less so undefeated, but they would have to be winning because you would assume other teams aren't going to be drawing, like no more draws either. And not only that, but one of the games in hand is against City, or the game okay. in hand is against City. So yeah, it's going to be a very very tough thing. Uh, luckily, like I said, luckily City lost. Can they do it? Yeah, they can, but it. It's a young team still. They've never been in this position. City has. Um, City City's chased from behind a number of times and come to win the league. So it's not like it's uncharted territory for City. Like every time, like City lost to Southampton in the EFL Cup, and you know they lost just a couple of days after that to I forget who beat them just recently. But they're all now they're acting like it's even more so that it's like City's out of the race. It's like, no, eight points. One of those games is against Arsenal. If they win that, they're immediately back in the run. They're really in the running. Eight points, like you said, is 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 Arsenal loses three games, City wins three games, and they're a- ahead of them. I'm looking at their schedule, though, so it's not that bad. So they got Man U one time. They got City two times. And Liverpool then- once, right? I don't see Liverpool on the schedule, but maybe I'm just overlooking okay. them. I don't see. Oh yeah, Liverpool wants, Chelsea wants, Newcastle wants. Yeah. So that's effectively six big games between now and the end of the season. Not to mention they, like a you know a relegation scrap against maybe like West Ham or Southampton again, who's going to want to come in, become in full fire, you know? So no, it's I a tough. You- those games are bad. They do, they do, but I mean, again, this is, I'm hoping this is the new old Arsenal that we're used to seeing 20 years ago, and not the one that we're used to seeing the last few years who can easily lose to a Southampton in the bottom of the table. Um, It's scary. I'm just going to say that I'm happy if they make Champions League. If they win the league, I do think that it's my time, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Argentina won Copa America. Argentina won Finalissima. Argentina won World Cup. I mean, I'm flying high right now. So PSG are going to win Champions League. To me, that sounds like Argentina is going to win the Premier League. (laughs) That's what that sounds like. PSG is going to win the Champions League, and I think Arsenal is going to win the Premier League. That would be amazing. It it is going to be a tough task. If they can do it, this would be such an amazing thing to pull off because... 
they don't have the squad depth as a United. I mean, a, United really a City is what I meant to say, or a Liverpool or a Chelsea. I mean, you know, Chelsea's hurt, yeah. but they bought an entire 12, 12 guys. This, Man, this they just keep buying new squads. Yeah, buying first teams. I think I think that um, it'll be tough. I'm just gonna say, yeah, let's do this. Arsenal can Arsenal can do this. I'm I'm still not trying to be overhyped, but it's time now that we I start taking them seriously too because I like them. All right. Well, well. What do you I, think? I do you think that they'll win, or do you think it'll be like City to come out and and steal it from them? I legitimately, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I couldn't say one way that. I want. I, I, I would like to see them win. I yeah. don't know. Like I could, like I could see a scenario where, by no, like, by no fault of theirs, just if a few players get injured, Odegaard gets injured. That's a wrap. Yeah. Sokka gets injured. That's a wrap. Martinelli gets Martinelli. injured. That's a wrap. You know what I mean? Saliba Ramsdale. gets injured. I don't want to see Matt Turner come into goal. <laughs> yeah, like they're like it's like yeah, it's mostly like if so many players get injured, that's a wrap. Like yeah. you got two like as far as I'm concerned, there's only like two guys on the bench that can come in and make a difference and both of them are still like not really playing like Emil Smith Rowe's not playing and I don't even know when Gabriel Jesus will be back. So it's like those are like the only really yeah. technical like uh, options off the bench in my opinion. So I mean, so you say if someone gets injured, that's not that's not the team's fault. Like that's just that's just a part of the game. You get injured, okay, we slip into fourth place. And then City are united surge yeah. forward and and take the league because if yeah. if Marcus Rashford gets injured, there's Garnacho. Yeah. If Phil Foden gets injured, there's Jack Grealish. If Kevin Bruno gets injured, yeah. there's you know seventeen other players that can play, not as good as him, but you know still yeah. World Cup caliber players that can step in and if they decide they want to play, they could play. You know, I don't know. They, I guess they're tired of winning, so you know that's always nice to hear. But yeah, I don't know. I like I'm just I say all that to say like I don't know. Where like I thought yeah. a few days ago I thought they could, but I was for some reason I was thinking it's like it's like it's like May or not May, like March. Like we're like eight yeah. games left in the season, but it's like no, there's half a season left like it's like yeah. closer to 20. Closer yeah. to 20 games, so. Yeah, yeah, for them, especially, yeah. So it's a bit it's a bit scary, but I mean if they if they want to win it, they gotta they gotta continue in these games. So we'll see. That being said, I am proud of how well you brought up an Argentine, the Premier League Brighton. Man, Brighton's looking good. Yeah, bro. McAllister looked like the best midfielder on the world against Liverpool the other day. I was like, what's going on, man? Like, who's gonna give Brighton a hundred and fifty million dollars for McAllister, man? Forget about Enzo Fernandez. We need McAllister at the bridge. <laughs> Somebody really, I mean, I, yo, Graham, Graham Potter, bring him over, man. You found him. Bring him to, bring him to, bring him to London. Tell him to yeah. be playing around at the American Express Stadium and come play at the Bridge. Yeah, you that's know? who they should be. Go- I mean, I feel like that would be a good move for them. He's not costing a hundred million, that's for sure. How old is McAllister? Twenty-four, maybe twenty-five. McAllister. Alexis, yeah, he's twenty four. Yeah, bro, go get McAllister. Yeah, for yo, bro, real. go get Enzo and 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 McAllister, man. I don't care. Bring them both. Bring them both. I didn't realize he was that young. He don't look young. And, 
No, he doesn't. No, definitely. And what is transfer transfer market rates him at forty two million? Oh, he's eighty. What? So so they'll want eighty million for him. Yeah, so they're gonna if Chelsea's coming, they're gonna say, All right, eighty, he won a World Cup, you paid this no name, you know, no no known kid a hundred, we want eighty. At yeah, least. Easy. 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 Yeah. Alright. Well, anyway. Anything yeah, else? And he still has two years. Nah, man, let's call it that. I think that wraps it up. Uh, I'm trying to think. Anything else? Nah. So. Roma will keep it. Dybala with two goals. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, in that case, Inter won as well. And <laughs> Juventus lost to Napoli. We should sign Victor Osaman. He's a baller too. There's so how many how he's there. still at Napoli is beyond me because he's been linked to Arsenal, to Chelsea, to everyone, and yeah, he's still in Napoli. So, yeah, because they want he want like two hundred for him. <laughs> they're like, you want Victor Osimhen? Do you have two hundred million dollars? <laughs> no, you don't. Because Chelsea tried to sign him. Was like, oh, you don't have two hundred million that you're willing to give us? Yeah, I guess I guess he's gonna see his contract out. <laughs> And keep scoring goals and winning games and playing like a boss. Yeah, he's amazing. So good. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for chilling with us. Uh, You know, keep an eye on the space. See how Arsenal does in the upcoming weeks. Looking forward to the rest of the leagues in Europe starting this week as well. Bundesliga coming back into action, namely. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace.